This episode of Weekly Weird News is sponsored by Bird Dogs and by HelloFresh. We live in interesting times. On the one hand, body acceptance and beauty standards are probably better and more inclusive than they've been in a very long time. But on the other hand, cosmetic surgery is also better than it's ever been. You really can make yourself more conventionally hot uh, if you're willing to spend the money, whether it's a boob job, nose job, facelift, chin implant, Botox, lip fillers, butt implants, you name it. And while plastic surgery is typically seen as something for the gals, uh, the boys are getting plenty of work done, too. Yeah. I mean, hell, if it wasn't so much money, and if uh, people weren't going to make fun of me, I'd probably consider having a, a couple of my hair follicles rearranged, tastefully, of course. I, uh, as someone far more connected to their hair for longer, I would uh, definitely... Yeah. I wouldn't want to lose... Even though I wear a hat all the time, I wouldn't want to lose my hair. Yeah, I, I do, like, I mean, it is what it is, but I, I do miss having more hair on my head. And you gotta hand it to Entourage. They made shin implants a thing before they were ever popular. Yes, they did. They really said it was okay to get leg extensions. And we're gonna talk about leg extensions, because, <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, hair restoration, that's pretty tame stuff compared to a type of cosmetic surgery that has, it's apparently catching on like wildfire among some men out there who are willing to go to extreme lengths to be just a couple inches taller. Didn't they know that it was short King Spring? Can't they wait? Yeah, uh, this is, uh, I don't like the timing of this information. No, last we checked, short King Spring was still in full effect. And men who fall into the nebulously defined category of short king, they were thriving. Uh, but even with this short king renaissance, some shorter men are simply unwilling to accept the height that they've been dealt. And they've got the money to do something about it. Uh, and it's a lot of money, by the way, which makes sense since what limb lengthening surgery entails is a doctor breaking both of your femurs and inserting titanium rods that slowly expand their length over several months. Ouch. Ouch. But that's a price that some people are willing to pay. You can't argue with results. It's an operation that's been around for a long time and has been used to treat medical conditions where someone's legs are different lengths. But in recent years, it's become something that people can voluntarily have done to add a couple extra inches to their height and no longer have to feel so short anymore. I, I mean, I don't know if there was something else going on uh, in the short leg, but uh, anytime I've seen a short leg person, they always have a really tall shoe on. And that seems to work just fine. Yeah, the yeah the little boot. It was, it not, was not little sometimes. Sometimes it's very I, tall. It was a big problem with uh, when polio was still a thing. Mm -hmm. My, my great-grandma who was still alive when I was a kid, like one of her legs was like six inches shorter than the other one because she had polio as a, a child and it just, I don't know, it did something to her legs. But another, uh, a lot of guys came back from World War II, uh, not the full Cotton Hill experience, but, you know, through uh, injuries of war, their, their legs were a little messed up. So doctors, they came up with limb lengthening surgery, which is pretty extreme, but, uh, you know, Clearly, there's a market for it. I like that they do it slowly, though, because I believe if you gave a short king some long legs, they, it, they would stumble around like the first time anyone's ever used stilts. Yeah, like a baby that whoa, just learned whoa. how to walk. <laughs> whoa! Hey, hey, how's the weather up here? Whoa, it's good. <laughs> by the way, everyone, uh, it's great. So yeah, BuzzFeed News recently reported on limb lengthening surgery, uh, focused specifically on a patient in L.A. who recently had the procedure done and who is referred to as Scott in the article, even though that's not his real name. Um, so from that article, a few weeks earlier, Scott had what he calls life-altering surgery. He underwent a procedure that will make him permanently taller. There are no concrete numbers on how many people are having this procedure, 
though a 2020 BBC report found that hundreds of men have it every year. But Scott is among the men who, frustrated by how they're treated because of their height, sought out a surgeon who could permanently lengthen his legs. Before the $75,000 procedure Jeez. he had in January, he was about five foot seven. By the time he's done lengthening, a weeks-long process after the surgery, he will be five foot ten, about an inch taller than the average American man. Um, first of all, great to know that I am above average. Um, second of all, three inches for seventy-five grand—that's twenty-five grand an inch. Yeah, well, it's uh, yeah. You'd want to go at that's, least to the six. That's foot. easy for you to say as a, a non-short king, but uh, those three inches—they can mean the difference uh, between. Uh, a good Tinder date and a, and a bad one. I, I know where else you could put three inches that probably have a much more beneficial effect. Yeah, I, I'm unclear. Is, does that surgery, I mean, it must exist in some form, but it's got to be... Penis? I think we've actually reported on it. It's got to be janky, though. Yeah, no, you have to like... I feel like you'd be here a lot about a lot more people doing it if it was like a, a surefire thing. Yeah, I feel like it's the same kind of thing where you have to like <laughs> take skin off of something else that you don't really yeah. need it. And you, uh, they extend it and then wrap that skin around well, it. Well, it's also like in order to get hard... That's like a that's a vascular thing. Like you, don't you have to get the pump though, right? Well, that's I mean that's if you got other problems. I don't know. What I'm saying is, if it's you're gonna spend seventy five grand, you should at least like the bare minimum should be six feet. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, but th- I mean there are limits. Like, can you imagine someone whose femurs are just like abnormally long? Like your your arms only go down so far. That's true. Yeah, there. Yeah, that would be. Well, uh, that's why we offer the arm lengthening surgery as well. You're going to gonna need to get both. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's like two great uh, hands that I've been dealt. I need to just go uh, spend some money because I no student loans because I dropped out of college like immediately. Yeah. Uh, Smart. And I'm uh, uh, I think five eleven, but we measured me and I'm apparently six feet. Yeah. So five um, eleven barefoot. Yeah. Yeah. And so, I'm white. So yeah, so yeah, I got yeah. Kind of Mr. Got, Privilege over here. Thank you very much, everyone. Mr. Genetic Lottery. Yeah. <laughs> I won. <laughs> Anyways, the article, of course, explores what uh, made Scott want to do this. And we'll get to the actual procedure in a minute uh, because it is wild. But Scott's motivation was basically what you'd expect. He was tired of constantly hearing jokes about height in real life and online, on social media, and on dating apps. This is all women's fault. It is. Actually, uh, this guy's bisexual, so it's the men's fault, too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, is there a lot of short king hate in the uh, gay and bisexual communities? I guess so, but that doesn't... I mean, I guess it depends on whether you're uh, a top or a bottom, because I think if you were a bottom, like, the smaller the better. The twinkier, the better. <laughs> but I, I don't know. I'm not I'm not uh, intimately familiar with the gay cultural dynamics. Uh-huh. I know they categorize each other in different ways. You would think there's uh, something for everyone there, but I could be wrong. Yeah. Anyways, he says that uh, everywhere he's worked, there were situations where people used used his height to try to discredit and belittle him. A TikTok in particular seems to have been a constant source of height jokes that made Scott feel self-conscious. And he says, I don't know how many times I have to hit the dislike button for your algorithm to learn I don't want to see jokes about height. That's how it, like in-depth their algorithm goes. It's just like this guy, like, this he's guy, going to react to it. Yeah, this guy engages with uh, anti-short content. So even though he tells us he doesn't want to see it. And you know what's fucked up is like this this guy is going to be above average height now and clearly, clearly hates short people. I mean, yeah, there is that element to it, which is like there is. I don't know. Anytime the short short guy discourse comes up, it's like I know a lot of guys in my life who are definitely below average height and have abounding self-confidence. And well, they need to. 
Yeah. <laughs> but they're, like, o- they're overcompensating. But, but yeah, it works. with guys like this, it's like, I mean, yeah, he does have a lot of self-hatred in a weird way. Yeah, like, but now that he's tall, is he going to be, like, super pro? Like, like I, I mean, yeah. I, it could I feel happen. like he's going to bully short people. <laughs> we'll see, I guess. Hey, yeah, short I, stuff. I think he's capable of it, yeah. Look at Mr. Longlegs over here. Walking like, uh, what Daddy is it? Was that John Lennon or whatever? <laughs> <that picture? laughs> yeah. Look at me go! <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, more on that from the article. He paused our interview and pulled out his phone to show me a TikTok from at Baby, one of his favorite influencers. When I see a woman that is 5'8", I'm like, that's a tall woman, she says to the camera. But when I see a man that's 5'8", I'm like, look, a garden gnome. <laughs> In the comments, users had added to the bit. No, because who let him out unsupervised? Humiliation flashed across Scott's face. Before the surgery, I was five foot seven. I was not even a garden gnome to her. (laughs) (laughs) These kinds of comments drove Scott to seek out limb lengthening surgery. In this elaborate procedure, a doctor breaks both femurs and inserts a titanium rod that slowly expands inside the patient's body, making them permanently taller. Uh, So there's CGI animations here on YouTube that show exactly how this kind of operation works. But here's Dr. Shaba Mabubian, a, <laughs> the doctor who did Scott's procedure, explaining it to BuzzFeed in his own words. Mabubian nonchalantly described the minimally invasive <laughs> procedure like a man recounting his breakfast. Through small little incisions, I cut the bone surgically, he began. Then I insert a rod. We call it a nail or a rod. That goes inside the bone. The rod is magnetic and it has gears. There is an external device that communicates with the nail. And over time, little by little, it lengthens out the nail. The lengthening happens gradually. We usually say about a millimeter a day, until they get to their desired height. Hang on, I protested. Minimally invasive and cut the bone are not concepts that naturally go together. You want details on how you break the bone, the doctor asked with a laugh? I make a small incision, a one centimeter incision, and basically what I do is first weaken the bone by drilling through it. Using a small drill, I make a few drill holes. Then we use an osteotome, which is kind of like a chisel. The chisel is what cuts the bone. It's done surgically and very accurately. Yeah. Trust me. <laughs> yeah. It's like uh, how doctors used to explain how easy it was to give lobotomies. Yeah. You just you put the ice pick in and just crack it. Once you line up your shot, it's uh, you know, one one strike with the hammer. You get, you know, you get enough practice in, I could yeah. do a blindfold. Yeah. So yeah, just a little we're just How tall are you, Mr. Interviewer? We're just separating your femurs uh, and inserting a giant titanium rod in into where the bone marrow used to be. They should give uh, the short kings the button to push to lengthen their legs and see how far they want to go. Like the morphine drip button. Well, I guess the the limits, I mean, so it has to go slowly, obviously, or your all of your tendons and muscles will tear. Mm-hmm. Um, and also there's like, the, the only upper limit is the length of the rod itself, which I guess is a standard thing. So it only goes to like three and a half inches or something. But... Um, and he said, he's like, yeah, there's been guys who have uh, taken a little extra every day because they, they send you home with this this crazy, like, magnet that you rest on your leg and it, like... That's what I'm saying. Like, I... So there's guys that have, like, they've not listened to. They're like, look, one millimeter a day. That's it. There's guys that have gone overboard and they run into some very serious problems. Yeah. That happens. But that's... I immediately jump to the idea that a person who's getting this done wants it not only faster, but taller. Yeah. And is willing to suffer a bit. Uh, but uh, it's the opposite doing... of Cotton Hill, just like a femur this long. Yeah, South Park kind of did it when uh, I think Kyle got the surgery to play basketball, looking like a centaur. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it sounds pretty damn invasive to my ears. And, yeah. Uh, watching animations of the procedure, uh, there's 
It's definitely a few more steps than what the doctor described. Um, in total, it looks like around a dozen separate holes and incisions into the biggest bones in your body. And, and maybe the most horrifying aspect of it is that after the procedure, during the lengthening phase, which involves the patient using a magnetic device to turn the screws multiple times a day at home, uh, the top and bottom of the femur are just <laughs> completely separated for a while before the bone gradually grows back together and covers the titanium rod holding uh, both parts in place. I don't like the idea of that. Mm. Uh, and also, uh, while patients like Scott only get their femurs lengthened, another option for a bigger and more proportional height increase is to also have the procedure done to the patient's tibias in addition to the femurs. So, uh, you know, you don't want the top of your legs being disproportionately long compared to the bottoms. So let's get it all done at once. You know, I hate a religion a lot. But I feel like the the fact that there's less religion now gets people to do this because like I only get one chance. Yeah, and I don't there's know no afterlife. This is a uh... short kings. You know, a hundred, two hundred years ago, they're like ah, what? Who cares? In I'll heaven, be back I'll again. be fifty feet tall. Yeah, or reincarnated yeah. with a new body. <laughs> like I'll just give it a go the next time around. Yeah, no, this is it. Yeah. I don't want to live this this one solitary existence of mine as a as a short king. Yeah. I want to be a tall kid. Especially if you're not the type of person to overcompensate for that height differential. Yeah. Well. You got to hit the gym if you are a short king. A lot of them do. Yes, they But do. then you do that. You work your ass off the gym. They call you a manlet. Ah, look at this manlet. Well, then you jump on them like a spider monkey. Yeah. I mean, some of the greatest athletes ever have been manlets. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Anyway, as you could imagine. And all actors. Uh, yeah, most of them, yeah. Yeah. The shortest people are the most beautiful. They're easier to frame up on camera. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but yeah, as you can imagine, the recovery process is long, and there's plenty of potential complications. There's the risk of infection and blood clots. Worth it. Uh, patients might not regrow enough bone to fill the gap, or they might regrow too much bone. I don't know what happens there, but it sounds bad. Uh, for the first two weeks after surgery, the patient is pretty much immobile and in constant pain and discomfort. The patient has to get around with a walker for two months. After the procedure. So you lose uh, all the height anyway, bent over. Because, yeah, if you if you put too much weight on the legs, if you overexert, they'll, they'll fucking shatter. Yeah. Which sounds bad. Yeah. Um, there's also mandatory physical therapy multiple times a week for the first few months as well. It's a real commitment. Uh, the total recovery time comes out to almost a full year before those screws can be taken out. And then I assume you have to recover from that. It's a lot. But the next year after that? going to be great. And I bet that's why it's taken off now because the world's kind of been closed. Nothing really has been going on. Yeah. You have time to recover. Every like, year I put off my limb lengthening surgery is a year wasted. Well, that's, you know, it's like pre and post pandemic. A lot of people open up the door to the friends, going over to the friend's house. Geez, you gained weight. Yeah. Or, or potentially got into shape or something like that. This guy walks in, bumps his head on the top of the thing. You've known him all his life. He's been five, six. Hey, anything different about you? Yeah, I got taller during the pandemic. Uh, apparently, so yeah, during the pandemic, like this was popular because you can, you're uh, working from home. It's very easy to hide uh, the fact that you're recovering from yeah. a lower body surgery. But also uh, stuff like like Botox and like all sorts of uh, you know outpatient cosmetic surgery became uh, much more popular among men and women because you're on Zoom all day, just looking at your own reflection. Yeah. Well, that, that, there's an easy fix for that if you're short, is you just pan the webcam down and then tell people that you're tall. If you're working remote, no one has to know. That's Just be true. like, this is the highest my webcam goes. Sorry, I'm actually really, really tall. I'm seven so, feet tall. So, yeah. So you can only see the bottom of my mouth. If we ever meet in real life, I guess you'll see for yourself. But uh, for now, 
Zoom. Oh, if they ever meet in real life, it'll be a comical affair filled with stilt walking and... Uh, yeah. I've got to funny explanation. <laughs> yeah, funny explanations. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Scott knew how tough this was going to be going in. And he is a self-hating short king. Yeah. He won't even give his real name. No. Uh, in fact, he learned a lot about the procedure from the place that was giving him so much anxiety about his height in the first place. TikTok, where Dr. Mabubian uh, has a popular channel at Height Lengthening, where he promotes his services with before and after pics of his patients standing next to him as a reference. And while this is a pretty extreme solution, Scott seems to have gone into it absolutely sure that it was what he wanted to do. And he uh, has no regrets. From the article... It's surreal to be midway through the process, he said. Everything has changed. For one, the cruel jokes don't ruin his day anymore. Was anyone saying this to his face? I don't know. Quote, there'll be days where I'll see a meme that bothers me, Scott said. Then I'll remember I had the surgery done. He, he breathed a sigh of relief. I, it allows me to not spiral out of control and lose hours of my day anymore. Hours. Next winter, Scott will have the rod taken out. He's been closely keeping track. On the day we talked, he had lengthened his legs by 62 millimeters. He had 18 more to go. It's a little over two inches of difference, and it's definitely noticeable, he said. Just looking in my bathroom mirror, I can tell the vantage point is different. In the shower, I was making eye contact with one row of tiles, but now it's a different row of tiles. But the biggest difference, he said, is standing next to people he's known for his whole life. He notices they're not casting their eyes downward to meet his. Instead, they look straight at him. Their eyes level, their chins upright. I'll notice our eye level difference and I'll really get caught off guard and almost start crying. This is like actually upsetting because this is clearly He's mania brought on yeah. by social media interaction yeah. and has, uh, look, I don't know this guy personally, but seeming like no one who's friends with anyone or like, what are you running into bullies all day, every day that are just like mocking you? It's like, yeah. once you get a certain age, that just doesn't happen anymore. It probably happened during high school and stuff like that. But He's it happens just imagining like the worst possible thoughts. Well, because it's getting... Th- which is a symptom of like anxiety. Also... Like, it sounds like he has undiagnosed anxiety. Credit to the TikTok app. It served him a bunch of anti-short content and then served him a, co- a doctor who could solve the very problem that he was experiencing by getting negative content on the app. Yeah, that's fucked up. It is. But it's brilliant. Those Chinese, they've really figured it out. Dr. Mabubian is a fucking genius. Yeah. Target short king. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's it, it's actually really upsetting. But uh, It is, because I get, like, I mean, 5'7", I guess that's short. It's not that short, though. No, not like, at all. I, I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure this guy's dealt with, like, comments and rejection and whatnot. But, like, absolutely. But, yeah, it's... Uh, like, just, I mean, look, I, look, I it, can't, I can't talk. The idea, Being as tall it, and as beautiful as I am, I feel bad talking about. Sure, but yeah, like the idea that this guy's entire outlook on life is changing from like going from five seven to five nine and a half is, I don't know. Well, sounds, he sounds all, like he's got some other shit going on. It's also a, a you know, uh, I would, I would assume a tiny bit of sunk cost fallacy when you're seventy five thousand dollars in the hole. It's like, no, this is the greatest thing that's ever happened. To yeah, me. it's like someone who bought seventy five thousand dollars with a Doge at fifty cents. Mm-hmm. Like, actually, no, I'm long-term. I, I believe in the future of Doge as an actual currency. Actually, it was the best financial decision I could have made. <laughs> otherwise, I would have spent it on something yeah. dumb. <laughs> to say otherwise <laughs> would be to invalidate uh, <laughs> everything that all I've of done. my financial decisions. Yeah. So I'm going to say that I did the right thing, and it was totally worth it. Anyway, um, everyone should stop bullying each other on social media. Yeah. This is a, this is also a cautionary a, tale. And it's a huge problem with high school and middle school age uh, kids yeah. as well because they just came out with that report last year where it's just like, no, actually Facebook and Instagram are like detrimental terrible. to the mental health of specifically teenage girls. 
Yeah. But probably boys too. Especially to Scott. Expect. Yeah, it was Scott. Yeah. yeah. My God. Fucking, I'm glad he got the surgery because he might have killed someone. <laughs> he should have just... Someone should have just taken his phone away. That would have been Scott, a cheaper go, option. Bring him, bring him a, a a little bit of sod and be like, Scott, this is grass. Just go outside. Reach out. Touch this grass. He doesn't have to bend down too far. Sorry. Sorry. I, 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 You're the reason I why I feel bad now. You just you just made Scott. <laughs> he just turned the screws again. Yeah. <laughs> within, <laughs> within 10 seconds, I told people to stop cyberbullying and then and made a joke about his height. Yeah. This is uh, Scott's, Scott's right. Sorry. You know what? You just validated all of Scott's... Uh, problems and solution i'm gonna reflect on this later and yeah. uh, it's probably gonna make me feel bad I when mean, the camera's on I'm a different person i already feel bad anyways on the one hand this is pure body horror but on the other hand the people who have done it seem to be happy with the results whether that is because of how much money they've spent is anyone's guess but yeah in other uh, odd medical news that's extremely unpleasant for the people subjected to it dysentery isn't really something that we have to worry much about in places with decent sanitation and food safety standards, but it's still a big problem in parts of the world where that's not the case. And it's not a fun illness to come down with. No. Uh, the specific cause of dysentery can vary quite a bit, but the symptoms are basically the worst diarrhea imaginable, with uh, the body just completely unable to maintain its fluids for several days, which is usually survivable with proper care, but still results in around a million deaths per year. Just, just shooting blood out your asshole like a like a fire hose just being like i think it's a, i read that in the worst cases it's like a liter of liquid leaves your body every hour so in order to like maintain uh hydration you would have to drink 24 liters of water Pedialyte sc- stocks yeah. through the roof yeah yeah so yeah there's currently no vaccine for uh, this form of killer diarrhea but one of the primary causes of dysentery is the bacteria shigella and work is being done to develop a vaccine that prevents Shigella from causing explosive, nonstop bloody diarrhea. Um, but, you know, if you're developing a vaccine, you, you want to make sure it actually works. And in this case, that involves having people voluntarily infect themselves with Shigella to see how effective the vaccine is at preventing dysentery symptoms. And in any medical trial like this, there's also going to be a control group who, in this case, is just experiencing full-blown dysentery. So that the researchers can compare them against the people with the vaccine. So Insider recently profiled someone in that control group. um, And he's got quite the story of this little experiment he was involved in. Uh, Let's read. On April 5th, Jake Eberts drank a shot glass's worth of cloudy, salty liquid that he knew was infused with diarrhea-producing Shigella bacteria. He also knew that bacteria would, in all likelihood, give him an excruciating case of dysentery. And it did. Uh, Eberts was recently part of an 11-day inpatient vaccine trial at the University of Maryland, where he was one of 16 young, healthy adult participants given a drinkable Shigella shot, which they all swallowed knowing it would likely make them violently ill. It was all part of a tightly controlled process to test the vaccine candidate by challenging volunteers with a pathogen, some vaccinated and some not, and seeing how they fared. That's science. Uh, Even though Eberts said what followed were, quote, the worst eight hours of my life, He said he'd do it all over again, provided that he was paid, he earned more than $7,000 in this (laughs) trial, and knew the research was being done for a good cause. Look, like I said, $7,000 for eight hours of just uh, shitting your guts out uh, uncontrollably nonstop? I've paid for for that. For a great cause? Before. Yeah. I've had some really bad food at some point in time, and uh, 
and actually done that. So yeah, and, uh, and you're under the doctor's care the whole time. But still, I salute these these fine young adults for putting themselves in harm way to uh, harm's way to uh, develop help develop vaccines. They should give them the brown star. They should. The chocolate starfish. Yes. Uh, as for specifically how Jake's voluntary bout of dysentery went, uh, here's the article again. His illness started about 40 hours after he drank the shigella when he woke up to cramps and some chills, feeling like he had a stomach bug. His symptoms quickly progressed into fever, diarrhea, and bloody stool. I truly felt like I could not move, Ebert said, adding that getting up to go to the bathroom or get his vitals checked required a Herculean effort. Every movement in the bathroom to get up, to wash my hands, or to grab a paper towel, I would lie back down on the ground and just sit there for five minutes, no. he said. <laughs> Nurses began prescribing him many liters of rehydration solution, which he described as sad Gatorade, a salty sweet water designed to keep him functioning, but without any yummy flavor or bright coloring. He lied down under a pile of blankets, and his fever rose to 103 degrees Fahrenheit. Jesus. After several hours, he was put on IV fluids and given the antibiotic ciprofloxacin, Within four hours, his condition started to improve as he went from death's door to coherent, lucid, and able to walk and talk with a little bit of effort. So one of the funnier details that he mentions is that when he downed his shot of sh shit water, uh, he already had a pretty strong hunch that he was in the control group because he hadn't had any physical reaction to the vaccine shots, which were placebo. Yeah, everyone's like, oh man, my arm's so sore. Like, uh, uh, yeah, I think uh, mine is too. <laughs> uh, uh, I hope it is. <laughs> Uh, he basically went into it knowing that he'd be de dealing with killer diarrhea for the next few days. I mean, seven thousand grand or seven grand though, so pretty good uh, motivator. Yeah, so it's, uh, big make a big difference in a lot of people's lives. Please let us know in the comments whether that much money would be enough to get you to voluntarily infect yourself with a stomach bug that kills a million people a year. And look, yeah, he did have round-the-clock medical supervision, but he also spent twelve days basically alone because Shigella infection can be contagious. And he also had to take samples of every single one of his many, many explosive dumps that he took during the trial. But Jake says that in addition to the money, he feels good about being a part of something that could save millions of lives. And is even interested in participating in other vaccine trials, saying, Some people go to soup kitchens to get their charity fix. This might be the way I do it. My asshole can take anything. I've been through dysentery. Yeah. What else you got? I, look. It's hard for me to say that I would do it standing here safe, but I feel like... The motivation to do good and being monitored around the clock uh, would make it more of a noble effort and safe. Uh, I think as bad as the diarrhea is for, you know, whatever Probably eight hours. Probably lose or, some, uh, some serious weight, too, while you're at it. That, but I think just, like, being locked away like that for 12 days would be more mentally draining than the actual, like, yeah. in comparison, brief moments of uh, explosive diarrhea. I would negotiate for a fully stocked N Nintendo Switch. Well, as as I, as we've said before, like uh, when you're when something's knocking at your back door in LA traffic, it feels like you'd rather die than live. So Happy maybe the, uh, maybe this would be traumatic enough to uh, dissuade people. I, I had a very very close call recently. Yeah. In uh, in a, in LA traffic, I was just like, I am I am on the verge of just plowing through pedestrians. To get to the nearest toilet right now. I, uh, yeah. There's been... Every, every muscle in my body is fully tensed up. I'm, I'm not even pressing the pedal with my foot. I'm just shifting my body forward to step on the gas. And was... yeah, when you win, it's... Yeah, when nature's calling, uh, sort of logic goes out the window a little bit. I was in south, like, southeast of downtown, uh, and I had one of those issues, uh, maybe a year or two ago. And it was the worst because I was 
getting really close to a place that I knew had a bathroom and a fucking train came. <laughs> and I got stopped in the train tracks and I was literally almost no! crying. I was screaming. <laughs> and of course, it's like, that's where all the trains like dock and stuff. Yeah. So it's got all slow. Yeah, I know exactly what I you're I wanted to about. get out and take a shit on the side of the road. And I feel like you should get a pass. Yeah. It shouldn't be a crime. You got to print out uh, one of those Crohn's cards. Yeah. I have Crohn's. Also, like, I this... have the laughing disease. That's why I'm laughing. Yeah. <laughs> they, they, they should, it, you should get a dysentery card at the end of this, be like, you get seven grand and you get a card that says, like, we don't know how this is going to affect me in the future. I yeah. might need to use your bathroom in an emergency. It could come back. It could be stored in the balls for God knows how long. Yeah. We don't know. And just like those leg extensions. Do we know yet how these people are going to fare when they're 75 years old? They're just, it just collapses. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. How are you going to bend your legs down to fit in a wheelchair? It's like, You're just going to be sticking straight out. It's like America's bridges. Like, they don't they don't last forever. The infrastructure needs to be updated every once in a while. So, there you go. Yeah. Or they might be stronger than old, brutal bones. They say that bones that regrow are stronger. I don't know how true that is. Yeah, they, when you go punch the, the tree trunks. Or like, whatever, they might like be stronger, but Madison they, Cawthorn. they might not have the same tensile strength. I don't know. Lots of questions. We'll have to wait it out. Anyway, moving on now, in addition to diseases like dysentery, another big danger in a lot of parts of the world that we take for granted here is unexploded ordnance, or UXO, which is it's bombs left behind in, in war zones that can potentially explode even decades later. Every, every week you hear about some kid somewhere playing down by the lake, and they, they dig up a fucking landmine and yeah. dead. But yeah, people who live in places where this is a problem, they usually learn at a pretty young age not to mess with anything they come across that might be UXO, but apparently a lot of outsiders don't quite have the same uh, very justified fear of being killed by a really old bomb. And over in Israel this past week, absolute chaos ensued when some American tourists not only found an old unexploded shell, but tried to take it home with them in their luggage. <laughs> uh, here's CNN Travel. An American family caused havoc at Israel's Ben Gurion Airport in Tel Aviv on Thursday when they tried to transport an unexploded shell through airport security. <laughs> The tourists found the shell while traveling in the Golan Heights, explained Israel airport authorities in a press statement. Israel captured the Golan Heights from Syria in a war in 1967 and annexed the narrow strip of land in 1981. The area is considered occupied territory under international law and UN Security Council resolutions. Upon arrival at the airport, the American travelers declared the shell to airport security at luggage drop-off and airport staff announced an evacuation. <laughs> A uh, video circulating on social media shows people panicking, running behind pillars, and cowering on the ground. One person was reported injured in the incident, an Israeli passenger who ran onto the luggage conveyor belt amid the chaos. Jeez. Uh, and yeah, I, I, so it's unclear exactly how the presence of the bomb in the tourist luggage was announced to the rest of the airport. I would... I'd love to, to see a translation... Uh, of exactly what was said. By the way, we but, have this uh, bomb. Hey, don't worry, guys. I don't think they're. I don't. I think they mean well. But run! <laughs> yeah, the, the video footage. Uh, it does indeed show a scene of real havoc as travelers try and get the hell out of there as quickly as possible. Some of them running for their lives, but others, uh, the older ones, the old heads who've they they you know they lived through bombs once or twice. They're taking their time. They're at a more leisurely pace. <laughs> I don't care if a bomb goes off anymore. I've lived long <laughs> enough. Uh, what's especially crazy is that once this incident was all sorted out, uh, the Americans who brought the bomb to the airport were just allowed to get on their flight back home. I mean, when you're traveling abroad, everyone looks at Americans like they're fucking idiots. So they're just like, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Get, get the, the hell morons. out. <laughs> Go Why home. would we want you in our country any longer? Just yeah. leave. 
Yeah, these are not people that you want sticking around any longer than you need them to. Yeah. They've, uh, you've done enough. Maybe don't let them in next time, but who knows? Like, these were either American Jews or it'd be even funnier if they were American Christians who uh, love to go to Israel to visit the, the Holy Land and whatnot, have no real concern for Judaism or knowledge of it. They're just there to be like, that's where Jesus lived. Mm -hmm. Look, that's where Jesus went. What I love... What's this, a bomb? This sets a precedent for uh, other travelers. When you get into a pickle with the authorities anywhere overseas, it's just like, oh, sorry, I'm American. I'm a fucking idiot. I'm stupid. I didn't know that... Uh, I'm ignorant to all of the rules. I, I thought this bomb was from the Bible times. I, I didn't know you... What, what the hell is the goal? I was on bringing it back for the CEO <laughs> of Hobby Lobby. I was told this is the most peaceful part of the Middle East. You're telling me this is a bomb that I just brought to the airport? Go! I'm getting a lot of mixed signals here. Well, back to my own country now. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Yeah, bye. Uh, speaking of a war, though, the war in Ukraine is still happening, obviously. And while Ukraine has managed to prevent Russia from successfully capturing most of the country, it's unclear how much longer the whole thing will last. And while this war is a horrific and pointless conflict that has killed and displaced huge amounts of people, it has provided us with many examples of some very weird news. Uh, one such example came to us this week by a report from Russia's Federal Security Service, which claimed that a group of Ukrainian Nazis were arrested for planning to assassinate a Russian TV host with a car bomb. But um, this report has a few details that seem very odd. It's a bit sus. Now, mm -hmm. To be clear, while Russia's claims that Ukraine is uh, full of avowed Nazis is mostly just a weak justification for its efforts to concrete or conquer and uh, denazify Ukraine, there are definitely plenty of Nazis in Ukraine. There's also plenty of Nazis in Russia and all throughout Eastern Europe. Um, something in the water, I guess. So on its face, the FSB's claims about this assassination plot, it seems like yeah, it could be legit. Sure. It seems possible. But photos taken at the supposed safe house that the assassins were staying at have a few odd details that really stick out. Um, there's a bunch of Nazi par paraphernalia there. Uh, but then there's also three video games from the Sims series that are just laid out, showcased alongside all the Nazi stuff, as if it has equal importance mm -hmm. yes, to uh, the government's case here. Um, and so what's, uh, what's that about? Well, the presence of the Sims games is uh, unclear, but one theory potentially has some weight to it. And that theory was that the higher-ups at the FSB gave their underlings a list of items to plant at the crime scene for photos. And that list was something like a picture of Hitler, a shirt with a swastika on it, some fake passports, and three Sims, meaning SIM cards. <laughs> For phones. But that somehow got misinterpreted as three Sims games. Yeah, I got the three Sims. The best ones. <laughs> and the expansion. <laughs> You're gonna need the expansion. Uh, similarly, the FSB officers might have been told to get a wig, like one that could be used by an assassin for disguise, but instead they got this very conspicuous long green wig. Yeah, so the, uh, the Joker wig. Yeah, well... You're you gonna know, blend right into a crowd. Every With building this. that uh, gets demolished, the Spirit Halloween moves in right away. Yeah. So it was the only thing they had in stock. Ukraine is full of Spirit Halloweens. Yes. Anyway, probably the biggest evidence that this whole thing is bullshit and that the FSB did a very bad job telling its officers what evidence to plant is a handwritten note found at the scene and photographed and presented as evidence, which is signed, literally, signature illegible. <laughs> Blah, 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 love, signature illegible. Mm -hmm. As if that's someone's name and not an instruction to make the signature illegible. Yeah. Oh, sorry, I'm American. Yeah. I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah. I just took everything you said at face value. Yeah, you said to sign it, signature illegible. So there it is. In perfectly written fonts. Wait, you're American? <laughs> well, uh, 
<laughs> so yeah, Russia does not seem to be sending its best. And that's true both in Russia and on the battlefield in Ukraine, where the, the Ukrainian government, I mean, they're having a rough go at it, but they love posting on the internet about stuff they blow up. Uh, and they recently released aerial footage of a Russian tank being blown up, which inexplicably features the Crazy Frog song Axel F playing over it. Uh, just a montage of tanks getting javelins. Well, Crazy Frog, who is I uh, probably got a big following over in Ukraine, is like boom, beep, boop, boop, beep, boop, boop. This is but payback for the ding, NFTs. Ding, ding. Yeah, yeah. This is what happens when you try to NFT a beloved creature. Yeah, yeah. The we, NFT fights back. We wouldn't be in this war if it wasn't for Crazy Frog trying to sell NFTs. Yeah, you can you can kind of match up the timing. There's a it's it's the the meme image of the guy with the tiny domino that yeah. leads to the big one. It's yeah. like Crazy Frog uh, debuts an NFT. Yeah. And war in Ukraine. So yeah, this war has been all sorts of messed up, but it's also been very, very weird. And yeah. um, so who's to say whether it's good or not? No, no it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's fucking terrible. Yeah, it's horrific. <laughs> uh, but we do have the headlines part of the show coming right up. First, though, a word from our sponsor, starting with bird dogs. Two of my favorite animals. Bird dogs has completely changed the game. Bird dogs. Shorts, pants, and joggers, they are made from the finest high-quality material, and they come with built-in liners that cradle your stovepipe for all-day comfort. Uh, who the hell likes being uncomfortable? Put your hand down. No, you don't. If you're not wearing bird dogs this summer, you probably poop with your pants on. <laughs> it's time to upgrade to the shorts and pants of the future. Your balls will thank you. So go to birddogs.com, enter promo code WEIRD, and they'll throw in a free Bird Dogs Yeti Tumblr. Oh, that's cool. They found Yeti's $90 Tumblr, copied it, and now Bird Dogs is giving it to you for free. That's birddogs.com, promo code WEIRD, and boom, a free Bird Dogs Tumblr with your pair of Bird Dogs. You will not take these things off, I promise you. And these designs, they're very loud. They're very fun. Just in time for summer. They also have some very subtle stuff. The pants are great. But uh, why, why, why would this? Yeah, no, you want to get loud. I will say in full confidence, it is the nicest pair of swim trunks that I've ever owned. So there you go. Anyways, this episode is also sponsored by HelloFresh. With HelloFresh, you get farm fresh pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Skip the trips down to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit. Get farm fresh seasonal produce and easy to make recipes delivered right to your door every week. Ingredients travel from the farm to your doorstep in under a week so they always arrive fresh. All without a trip to the grocery store or the farmer's market. Pick your favorites from 50 different weekly options. And skip weeks when you need to, change your delivery date, or update your preferences all in their handy HelloFresh app. If you're interested in cooking some delicious Asian fusion, on next week's menu they've got Meatballs with bulgogi sauce, plus roasted carrots, ginger rice, and sriracha crema. And sweet heat shrimp tempura bowls with sesame roasted broccoli and quick pickles. I think I've had both of those, and I think they were uh, pretty ga- pretty damn good. Yeah. Uh, plus dozens more options for whatever you're into. Vegan, vegetarian. Go nuts. Meat lover, meat hater. Mm-hmm. Go to HelloFresh.com slash WeeklyWeird16 and use code WeeklyWeird16 for up to 16 free meals and three free gifts. Again, there's up to 16 free meals and three free gifts by going to HelloFresh.com slash WeeklyWeird16 and using code WeeklyWeird16. All right, let's get into the weirdest, craziest headlines from around the world this week, starting with crimes on the moon could soon be added to Canada's criminal code. Not just the weirdest news in the world, the weirdest news in the solar system. Yeah. And yeah, um... It's a real shame. I wonder if there was any Canadian astronauts who were just like, <laughs> can't wait to get sent on my moon mission because those idiots up on Parliament Hill, they forgot to make moon crimes illegal. They made space station crimes illegal, 
but not moon crimes. So when I get to the moon, I'm going on a moon crime spree. Aw, oh, jeez. Aw, oh, nuts. They've made moon crimes illegal. Now I have to go to moon jail with Sam Rockwell. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, that sucks, but uh, it's a necessary, necessary thing. You can't just have people going nuts on the moon. Yeah. And they are, they are planning. They're going to be dusting over Neil Armstrong's footprint. Yeah. Doing all kinds of crazy uh, that's shit. That's a space crime. It is. There's... We're going to have to send the Space Force up there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Juneteenth Soul Food Festival canceled in Arkansas after all-white panel of hosts revealed. Why does this keep happening? Why is it so hard to just, uh, you know, celebrate relevant African-American holidays and whatnot um, and not just completely rake step? Yeah, just fumbling the bag every single time. Yeah, the pa- the flyer for this is so funny. It's like uh, the Juneteenth Festival, and there's just three of the, the pinkest faces you've ever seen as, like, the, the featured hosts. Yeah. It's the on. first time they'll have ever tasted spice, and it was going to blow their minds. Yeah, you would have really wanted to see it. Mm-hmm. Ooh. <laughs> Too Ooh. spicy. <laughs> Ooh, I think I have dysentery. <laughs> I got to go to the toilet. Uh, I bet the food was going to be fucking delicious. I know. Yeah. I know. It's, it's a shame that they... Uh, they bungled it. They really did. Just get out of the way, white people. Yeah. Jesus. You don't have to be involved in everything. Especially this. Especially Juneteenth. Yeah, it's a, a holiday celebrating the definitive end of slavery. Well, the the old version of slavery in yeah. this country. Uh, yeah, white people, you don't have to. You don't have to really be involved in any sort of, you know, high level manner. You can just. I'm going to show how much I celebrate it by judging their food. Yeah. Mmm, a little bit spicy. (laughs) Mm, Not enough mayonnaise. A little bit spicy. Mm, (laughs) Could use some raisins. Have you thought about adding raisins? Yeah. Mmm, ooh, a little bit spicy. (laughs) Ooh. (laughs) Oh, no, 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 no. Can I get a napkin? I need to dab this fried chicken. It's just so greasy. The only thing better would have been, like, straight up British people. (laughs) (laughs) No! Oh, what is this? What kind of salt is this? Paprika? <laughs> Ugh. Saiyan pepper? Get it out of here. That would be funny. Uh, yes, I would watch that Netflix show. Yes. Yeah. I Brit- would. British people trying, yeah. trying non-British food. Hispanic food, Latin American food, uh, just, yeah, Creole, soul food. All for, all for, like, like Northern England. <laughs> yeah. That, then you could use them for the study afterwards. I'd, I'd say Netflix make that, but they're not making anything anymore. They, 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 they canceled, canceled all their projects. They canceled projects. Merkel's thing. They canceled uh, a bunch of animated uh, productions. Yeah, that was, uh, like, people, uh, what, someone my wife knew from college where she studied animation, like, finally got his big break, like he was going to be show running. His own animated show for Netflix. They were halfway through production, and then it's like, sorry, actually, we're not doing it. And that footage belongs to us. It's just going in the vault forever. We're going to sell it to Roku for half the price. Yeah. Unfinished. A black cat named Jinx was briefly the mayor of hell. Very we, cool. You got the Hocus Pocus reference. Yeah. I think we, we talked about hell, Michigan, a yeah. while back. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's this tiny town, and if you pay uh, like 100 bucks, you get to be mayor for the day. You get a certificate, a little photo shoot. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I guess this, this cat is a, it's an influencer cat <laughs> named Jinx. It's got the big eyes. looks very spooky. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it's a match made in hell, making Jinx the honorary mayor of hell, Michigan. 
I'm surprised they don't have a congressional candidate named Satan. Because that would be pretty cool. They should. Yes. District uh, 666. Congressional District 666. Yeah. District 13. <laughs> Hell yeah, brother. Uh, moose spotted on roof of Polish shopping center. <laughs> These jokes, they write themselves. We don't even have to say How anything. How many poles does it take to get a moose off the roof of a shopping center? Hey, that's a Polish move. It doesn't, moose. It doesn't belong on the roof, but it does because it's a Polish moose. Yeah, I guess. So the building, like that side of the shopping center was a parking garage that goes all the way to the top, like yeah. like eight levels. And the moose just kept going up, looping up. And just, yeah, this drone footage of this moose just on this roof being like, well, how do I get down from this thing? I guess you're going to have to come and get me. Let's send as many as you need. <laughs> yeah. We're going to solve this question right now. <laughs> Speaking of insane drone footage, do you see the uh, drone footage from like the tornadoes that hit recently? Oh, yeah. It's nuts. I can't believe... like. So- the bird, like a bird's eye view in HD of just a path of destruction. Yeah, it, so I, I guess the reason we've never seen anything like that is because this was a really unusual tornado that didn't have rain happening at the time. Mm-hmm. They they almost always have rain that like kind of makes it hard to see. Yeah, this one it's yeah it's like a clear daytime tornado and you just see it. It's like just deleting everything in its path. Yeah, but it's it's lots surreal. Of debris. It's crazy seeing because it's like you know something like five feet away. Like a fucking like chair is just still there, but like everything the tornado is going through, it's just like sending it to hell, basically. It's uh, that shit's wild. Yeah, it was. What was it? What else we were talking about recently? Oh, the 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 lander uh, or the helicopter on Mars, where it's yeah. just like the shit that you get to see from a, a drone angle is. We're the we're literally the first generation of people being able to see stuff like this. You used to have to go up in a fucking balloon, and then and once it, you're up there, how do you land this thing? You're not gonna <laughs> want to be in a balloon during a tornado. No. Yeah. See how that ends. Yeah. You kill the Wicked Witch of the East. What would happen, though? What would happen in a balloon during a tornado? She's a witch, bro. (laughs) The Wicked Witch of the East. U.S. Army replaces cake it stole from Italian girl in 1945. (laughs) Sorry. Cool. I mean, that's great. She was like like a little five-year-old girl. I think the U.S. had conquered Italy by this point, and uh, but those 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 GIs, they were, you know, getting up to no good, uh, having some fun, and this little girl, her family was like, "All right, finally your first uh, your first birthday, uh, not under Mussolini. I'm just gonna go put this cake on the windowsill, let it cool down, and then we'll all have a nice tasty treat." And they're like, "Oh no!" And yeah, a bunch of a bunch of U.S. soldiers stole it, but she got her cake. She's like 100 years old. She got her cake. Yeah, good, good. I'm glad that it uh, that it all worked out. Yeah. Um, Just, so that's the only like thing that America really has to apologize for. I think I think that covers it. We are now, the ledger good. has been cleared. We have never, our military has never done anything that needs to be, uh, you know, we got to make it up to someone. So Knowing America, I would assume, assume that they like, played it up like when a soldier comes home and they like show up at like a, a baseball or basketball game. And surprise their family. Like, they, 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 like, wheel this lady out in a soccer match. Hey, it's us, the U.S. <laughs> Army. <laughs> hey, everybody. <laughs> F-35s are flying over. The Italian, like, the Italians are like, oh, my God, we're being attacked. No, just the Americans delivering a cake. Just a cake delivery. Yeah. But it's, but it's America, so they're spending $5 million to do yeah. it. <laughs> just wasting resources. We got to spend it somewhere. Yeah, we have to look really good and cool at the same time. Yeah. Yep. Police found 150 skulls at a crime scene in Mexico. Turns out the victims, mostly women, were ritually decapitated over a thousand years ago. 
that's uh, that's way less bad than what I thought it was. Like, oh, this cartel is back at it again. No, sorry, this this horrific crime was committed over a thousand years ago. So maybe the police put it to the news, and then the cartel found out. And they're like, don't fucking. I'm... Those are old. Oh schools. yeah, no, those are. Oh, sorry. Hey, hello. It was those Aztecs. News, those dang newspaper. Aztecs. We have a correction to make. These heads, they were a thousand years old, if yeah. you can believe it. Yeah, ritually sacrificed. Nothing to see here. Yeah. Yeah, now that you mention it, that's... Uh, this is a cover-up. This could be a cover-up. Man arrested for allegedly threatening to bomb Merriam-Webster offices over definition of female. <laughs> this is an Orange County man, too. Uh, from, well, of course. From uh, Rossmore, which is a very nice neighborhood in uh, next to Long Beach. So I'm just like, this guy's just bored. Like, I don't get it. If you live... Like, he, he probably comes from some decent money, but... Uh, yeah, the fact that Merriam-Webster added the term, like, gender identity to their definition just drove this man so mad. That's what sucks about, like, because a lot of this is, like, so dumb and stupid, and you can't help but, like, be like, these people are dumb, this is stupid, the stuff that they get angry over. But then you get, like, <laughs> legitimate fucking uh, threats based on stupid shit like this. Yeah, uh, it's probably going to ruin this guy's life. Well, probably I mean, should have just this guy uh, ruined this guy's life. Right. Yeah. Probably should have just um, not given so much of a, a shit about uh, a very minor change to much like the short guy on TikTok looking away for a little bit would do a lot of good. Touch grass. Touching grass is so important. Yeah. You we all probably wherever you are in this country, there's probably some grass nearby. Find that, the local golf course that you can touch. Yeah. The, the, the best grass is down at the local golf course. Yeah. Everyone has to flush their toilet less in the summertime in Southern California so that the golf courses can That's look right. pristine. I need that putting green to be like glass. I want to see that ball. No no divots. No If your up. toilet doesn't look like the guy who was part of the dysentery trial, you are not <laughs> to flush it. Yeah. Because the golf courses and the almonds, they must be pristine. Yeah. What a state. <laughs> It's a totally sustainable thing we've got going with that water. Yeah, no, and the almonds, they're not even supposed to be here. Nope. Nope, yep. Uh-huh. Florida mom threatens to blow up school because son wasn't fed enough at cafeteria, officials say. Lo- the term Florida mom is perfect. Florida mom. <laughs> My uh, son came home hungry. He said he didn't give him enough food at the cafeteria. So no one will have food. So you know what? I've got, I've got, I might just come down there. I, I, I might just blow that fucking place up. How about that? Uh, but um, I didn't say that. You don't know who I am. I didn't identify myself. And then they just call her ID, and they're like, yeah, it's okay. It's this kid's mom. Yeah. Well, so, uh, I'm sure this kid's, uh, hit, if he even is still at that school, I'm sure he's in for, you know, things are about to get so much worse. He's going to need that bone surgery. <laughs> You're that kid. Yeah, he's the he's the kid who's, uh, whose mommy threatened to blow up the school because he didn't get enough. Uh, I mean, who's going to mess with that kid, though? I don't know. It could go either way. The one thing you, that I was scared of as a kid were other kids' moms. They were, they were fierce. They, yeah, they would. Yeah, real, real. My one tiger friend, moms. Greg, you could be a mile from the house. You'd hear, Greg, Greg. That's how she got us to come back for like dinner, like screaming that loud. Like, imagine being her fucking neighbor. Like, I never think about this when you're a kid. No. We'd be at a park, a mile away, and you'd hear. There has to be a better system. Thank God for cell phones. Yeah, the one cell phones didn't exist or pagers, yeah. so that was it. <laughs> yeah, she was the old like uh, the bell that you would ring. She could have just gotten a big bell. 
I don't know. There's got to be a better way. Shoot off a firecracker. I don't know. Uh, yeah. But, uh, yeah. Kids' moms are scary. They are. Family finds out odd snoring noises are five bears hibernating under house. <laughs> oh, this porridge is too spicy. <laughs> <laughs> this is why, yeah, they're like, oh, it's, I don't know. Maybe it's like just the... It's the, just the house it's settling, settling. Yeah, uh, yeah. you know. You get some weird sounds from the house settling. It's, but it's sort of a constant, like, low rumble. Is it the plumbing? Is it, uh, is it the, the pipes? My picnic baskets keep getting stolen. And, yeah, I guess this went on for months, all through winter. And then <laughs> they see five fucking bears come out from under their house. It's like, okay, that's what that was. I mean, it's a great security system. Um... Yeah, assuming they don't get on your, uh, you don't get on their bad side. Yeah. Because we've we seen it. They, they'll they just kick that door down. That's true. I don't know how they were able to contain themselves living underneath a house that was presumably full of uh, picnic baskets and uh, peanut butter. Porridge festival ruined after three bears demand <laughs> that they judge. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, look, we're not going to have the porridge festival. Three bears are going to show up and try yeah, it. Oh, man. Porridge, too spicy. Too spicy. Too hot. No, 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 no. <laughs> this porridge is too hot. <laughs> this one's all right. <laughs> this one. You win. Yeah. And, uh, okay. and final headline. Aurora Borealis. At this time of year, at this time of day, localized entirely within British Columbia? Yes. It's a perfect headline, and I'm pissed because uh, the CBC, they changed it. You see news, oh, they, they news it? Yeah, they swapped out the headlines. Yeah, because you'll get the archived version, and then you'll see that the title's changed. It's yeah. happened before for the I'm video. Like, why would you... This is the best headline you could possibly have for this story. Like, sure, maybe a couple losers who don't uh, have steamed hams uh, just seared into their brains, uh-huh, may, uh-huh. they might not get it. But even if they don't, the headline has all... It's 100% relevant to the story. It, yes. it tells exactly what's happening. It's like, yes, it is weird that the Aurora Borealis would be happening so much more often in British Columbia due to like the uh, 11-year solar flare cycle, but uh, but it is, and we're going to tell you about it. Mm-hmm. But no, they changed it to something boring. No, mother, that's just the Northern Lights. Seymour! <laughs> the house is on fire! Oh. That sketch is less than two minutes long. And completely absurd, and did not like. There's there, there's like been write ups over the yeah, years. Yeah, there was like an oral like history writers, of it last year where yeah, it's like it's like a throwaway kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, there was a whole there was like a think piece written about one of the jokes, um, where someone was just like, we didn't even think about it when writing. It was like Homer gets hired uh, by Hank Scorpio, and. Uh, he throws away his shoes, and he's like, you ever say, uh, see a guy say bye to his shoes? And Homer's like, uh, yeah, once. And there's a huge debate over whether he was talking about that one time being the time that he <laughs> yeah. just witnessed, or having seen someone say goodbye to a pair of shoes at some point in his life. There's like a whole fucking write-up on this. And they're just like, no, we just literally were looking for a line and thought it was dumb and stupid. Meanwhile, The Simpsons is still going. They had uh, Billie Eilish on recently. Yeah, and like Joe like, Rogan. Who the fuck is watching and... this? It wasn't really Joe Rogan, but it was like someone who's supposed to be because Homer gets, like, canceled. I don't know. It's like, who's fucking watching this shit anymore? It's turned into, like, a worse version of Family Guy, which is also still going, isn't it? Yeah, uh, one of the NASCAR God, drivers man. just got in trouble for posting a family... Like, literally posted a clip from Family Guy that is racist against Asian people and had to delete it and apologize. 
Because it's like someone was driving a car bad, <laughs> and they posted straight up just a clip from Family Guy. Probably could have been avoided. Third-party cancellation. Yeah. Self-cancellation. Yeah. People would be better off without the internet. I agree. Elon, you know what to do. Yeah. Buy the internet and Ruin this website, please. He's trying. Anyways, if you haven't seen it already, uh, oh, wait, first... 30% off all of our yeah, merch. It's still going. It's, uh, everything must go. We'll have a link in the description. 30% off all of our merch. Get it while it lasts. There's stuff selling out. People are posting that things are out of stock. They're not being restocked, so you have to get to them. Second of all, thank you to everyone who tipped on our last video with yeah. the tip button now. Couldn't believe it. Couldn't believe it. Anyways, thank you for that. And if you haven't seen it already, uh, we have two episodes over here for you to watch. We have the full rundown of Elon, his still up in the air, but pretty much good-to-go acquisition of Twitter, and also uh, an entire episode about the Twitch pay cut for streamers, among a bunch of other stuff, including uh, uh, a story about Vin Diesel and Justin Lin, which we have an update to, which we'll probably get to later in the week because it's yeah. still evolving. But check both of those out. Um, thank you for subscribing to the channel. Leave a like, and we'll see you soon. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.